Good morning, everybody. Welcome to an episode of Living Light Outdoors, live with you on a Sunday. We're on the camera, we're on the microphone, we're recording all kinds of directions. Whew, what a week, hey man. Uh, man, what a, what a month. We're we're chiming in on the end of May. Can you believe that? We're, we're, nearly, uh, we're nearly halfway through this year. That, that's amazing to me. I mean, already, we're already halfway through this year. This has been a busy month. Um, back on May 5th, we had a big hailstorm hit Stillwater and hometown. So Chris and I are busy, which is we're thankful. We're not having to travel. Chris has been traveling all over the place. And this year, we're, we're going to get to stay home. We're, we're home every night. We're Matter of fact, he's working at a shop right there at his house. So he's got business going. Um, I'm working at a shop in Stillwater, and, and we're rocking. Things are great. God is blessing us. It is hard work. This old man's struggling through some of this hard work. Um, definitely been a challenge uh, with the ministry side combined with the work side because I am so busy. It is It is chaotic. So it takes it does take some determination on my part to make sure I still continue to give a message every day like God told me to do, being on the mic every day. Uh, we're continuing with that. We're doing our best to, to continue to, to provide a, a quality word. I'm trying to spend some time with the Lord. I get to share things that I see. Obviously, y'all heard my belly deep and blessed message about the cows I saw on the way. I, I love talking about the outdoors, and we're going to talk a little bit about that today. But I want to share a message with you that's fresh. It's, I mean, it is fresh off the cuff. I, I get involved in some Bible studies with a group of guys. So that using the Bible app, um, I, I think it comes maybe out of Life Church or something like that. They have a Bible app. Most of you have that on your phone. Um, and there's some great, great Bible studies, just some, some devotions. Some, there, there's all kinds of things. Share those with other people. If you're not currently involved in those, find it. Because it's a great way for you and a group of friends to iron sharpen iron. You, you can walk through a little Bible study that fits a particular category that you're interested in. And, and, and I'm not doing a plug for Life Church Bible studies here. I'm just telling you, this is a great way for us to connect. I've used it for quite some time now. Um, a particular gentleman shared uh, a message with me. Uh, a good friend of mine, Sam Letterman, has written some things. I've used some of his messages. Hey, Sam, I appreciate you, brother. Um, and he actually shared one of the very first ones. He, he asked if anybody had done this particular devotion, uh, and I, I don't have the title right in front of me. I've used it multiple times now, but it was for men. It was, it was, it was challenging men to be men of God. And, and so I took his, his, his premise of that message, and I invited a group of guys to start a Bible study. We did that. And then I challenged them when we finished it to, for them to get 10 guys, 10 friends of theirs, and go through it again. And, and one of the guys, one, one particular gentleman, another good friend of ours that works in ministry with us there at Peterson Outdoor Ministries, uh, Josh Blanchard, he, he led that several times with other, and I know other guys did too. Great, great times. So from these messages, oftentimes I get my sermons, my, my messages I share with you. Um, I come right out of these Bible studies because it's God's word being opened up in a new light, someone else's idea, someone else's thought, uh, someone else's objective. And it creates something in me, and it stirs me. So with that, you're going to get one today. <laughs> uh, this this actually is titled, You Are Free. Now, here we are at Memorial Weekend. Now, I know most of you look at Memorial Weekend today as, you know, day to go to the lake and cook out and have fun with friends. And, but, but ultimately, we have to understand what Memorial Weekend is all about. But Memorial Weekend is literally just that. It's in memory of 
those who have given all for our freedom. It's a sobering thought, a very sobering thought. I work with, with a lot of veterans uh, in the ministry that we're involved in. We work with wounded veterans. We work with a lot of veterans. I, I work in several areas of ministry, working with veterans, with, whether it be with PTSD or just offering outdoor therapy events and, and, a, and a, a platform of ministry that we can share our hearts with these guys and thank them for the service that they give for, for this country and for my life and for yours. So keep that in mind. Memorial Day is just that. It is about freedom, but it is about those who gave all that we might be free. Amen. So I want to talk today about you are free. And I love wildlife and I love critters. Most of you know this. Um, I love all kinds of critters. Now, there's so many stories that can come to us from the kingdom of animals. Obviously, I just talked about some cows uh, this week. Now, I often use things that I see in my outdoor messages. I've, I've got a, a message called the crow and the eagle when I actually saw an eagle, big old bald eagle and, a, and an old crow sitting on the same tree branch. So, you know, it, it developed a message out of that. There's all kinds. I see deer. You know, I've got messages about deer. I've got messages about turkeys. I've got messages about ducks. Y'all, you know, most of you are familiar with my duck call sermon uh, that I use. But I'm going to ask you a question with that. What do you know about ducks? You ever thought about that? What do you know about ducks? Did you know that when a little duckling comes out of its shell, they connect or imprint and follow the very first creature that they see? Now, thankfully, for the most part, that would be their mother, the old hen. Um, and they learn to walk like a duck. They learn to talk like a duck. And they learn to swim and eat like ducks because of the imprint, the impression that's put on them from the very beginning of when they come out of their shell. Very interesting thought. It just seems to me that when you consider critters, when you consider animals, there, there's, this, there's this freedom of life. Now, I know you've you got you to have to go with me here. Come on, you, you know that you've looked at an old dog laying in the shade on that hot afternoon and thought to yourself, man, he has it made. If you haven't thought that, you're, you're probably lying. I'm telling you, <laughs> because most of us look at these animals. We maybe, maybe we've seen an old cow laying out in the pasture chewing on a cud thinking, wow, what a life. I'd like to be that old cow laying out there in the pasture just, just eating. That's all my job is, is to eat. I love that thought. <laughs> but, but animals give us all kinds of sorts, but we look at their freedoms, right? And, and we think, wow, they, they got it made, man. I mean, my old dog, he lays around all day long. He wags his tail when I come home. He's sad when I leave. He cries like a little baby. I think he's got ADHD. He's a German shepherd that's confused because he came from Mexico. So see, there's a confusion. He's a German shepherd out of Mexico. So he's automatically confused. My good friends and missionaries, uh, Conrad and Heidi Kiros, gave me that dog several years ago. And, and I love my old buck. He is a, he is a crybaby. Rhonda gets on to me for complaining about him all the time. God gave man freedom from the very beginning of his creation. I want you to catch this. God gave mankind freedom from, from the very beginning of man's creation. Okay? In Genesis chapter 2, verse 16, God said to Adam, You are free to eat from any tree in the garden. It actually amplified, it says, And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, You may freely, unconditionally eat the fruit from every tree of the garden. Genesis chapter 2, 16, you can look at it yourself. 
But, but I want to focus on the first three words that Adam heard from the Father. You are free. Title of this message, You Are Free. We especially, as American Christians, kind of gloss over th- that very thought of you are free. We don't even give it a second thought because we're Americans. We're free, right? American American means freedom. I mean, that's that's what we, we've always, we've lived and breathed freedom from the very get-go of, of being born into the USA, right? We're born to be free. Isn't there a song or something like that? Um, we... <laughs> Yet even today, there are, there are many regions who limit the freedom of their citizens. Especially Christianity gets limited in, in many parts of our world today. You are free started a new chapter in the Father's book. When he said that to Adam, you are free, it literally started a new chapter in the Father's book. He was giving mankind freedom for what we call free will. Right? We have a free will. We use that term frequently. Adam could have could have freedom and use it as he wills. Right? So Adam was the first to hear the words that he was free. But this freedom is taken for granted quite often. It is misunderstood and it's misused constantly. We see it as this no one can control me instead of how God intended it to be used from its very origin. Are you following me here? I mean, we, we look at freedom today as it's it's my life. It's my choice. It's me, 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 me. And no one can tell me anything else because I'm free to do whatever it was. God created that freedom. He told Adam, you are free, right? But keep in mind that a little bit, a little bit after what he told Adam of you are free, there were some consequences shown as well for choice. Think about that. God created us to be free from sin, free from poor choices and the consequences of these behaviors. Yes, he gave us freedom. He gave us free will. But with that free will comes consequences, and and those consequences could be good or they could be bad. There's always a consequence to choice, one way or the other. It's either left or right. It's, It's right or wrong. It's good or bad. There's always going to be a consequence for our choice. When we're born free to obey the Father and walk in His ways instead of our ways. That's how He created us. He gave us this freedom to walk in His ways instead of our ways. So there's a misunderstanding that comes with freedom. We, we, our free will gets us into a lot of trouble because we get stubborn we get selfish Selfishness is not of God. God did not create selfish nature in us. That's that's our choice. Thanks to Christ who paid the total price for all of our sins on that old rugged cross. The words that Jesus spoke that day on that cross was, It is finished. It is finished. He gave us back our freedom. See, man had fallen into sin. Man had fallen from God. And, and now the consequences of man's fall was evident. The world was running amok. And God sent Jesus to pay the ultimate price, to give his life. He did so freely of his choice. We find that in the Garden of Gethsemane, one of the most incredible times in my mind of, of how human Jesus actually was, was in the depiction of him the night he was arrested in the Garden of Gethsemane 
when he's praying to God. And, and, he, and the Bible describes that he was literally praying with such fervency, such, such passion that he was sweating droplets of blood. He had broken the capillaries in his skin and was literally sweating blood. But he used these words, Father, if this cup could but pass from me. In other words, he was being human, as as us as we would be, right? God, if there's any other way, listen, you know, if, if there's if there's another option here, let's do that. I, I, but he ended that very prayer with, "Not my will, yours be done." Not me, God. Not my selfishness. Not not my decision here, but your will be done. I choose to follow your will. You gave me the freedom of choice. And I choose your will. That's exactly what Jesus did. Freedom to choose his way over our own. Galatians chapter 5 verse 1 says, It was for this freedom that Christ set us free. We, we often use this word. We, we, mis, we misquote this. We often hear it preached. It's for freedom that Christ set us free. Some of you are nodding your head. Yep, that's, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's not what that verse says. It says it was for this freedom that Christ set us free, completely liberating us. Therefore, keep standing firm and do not be subject again to a yoke of slavery, which you once removed. Where that's coming from, you have to back up a chapter. Rhonda has has tested me on this. I love this. Rhonda has stretched me in this way because she's asked me multiple times, well, what set that up? Or what was the premise of this passage of scripture? Because see, we oftentimes go just to the scripture. And again, sometimes we misquote it. And we use, oh, well, it it it's it was for freedom that Christ set us free. But that's not what it says. See, it defines it. It was for this freedom. And you have to go back to Galatians chapter four and you get down into verse twenty one through thirty one, those ten scriptures there. It tells of being reborn. It, it, it talks about there, there was two different versions, two different women being talked about, Hagar and, and Sarah. And, and the children that were born to Hagar were basically born into slavery. The children born of Sarah were born into freedom. They were reborn. They were under Christ. And, and this is exactly what is being talked about here. It tells of being reborn, born again. We, we are born into freedom, no longer a slave to sin. See how that scripture places that? It was for this freedom that Christ set us free, liberating us, and and therefore, because of this, remember that word, therefore, keep standing firm and do not be subject again to a yoke of slavery, which you once removed. When we give our life to Christ, when we surrender to him, we are born again, right? The baptism, water baptism is a great example of what that represents. It, It shows, it literally gives us a presence of being buried with Christ, our surrender to Christ, we're buried with him, and then we're raised again, new creation washed clean. It's, 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 we're no longer bound by the yoke of sin because we've surrendered. We're now free. We've chosen to be free. It's the freedom that God gave us in the very beginning, and we simply either didn't get it, didn't want it, or became selfish and lost in the world until we find our way back to him. Then we find true freedom. Second Corinthians chapter three, verse 17 says, now the Lord is the spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, emancipation from bondage, true freedom where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. He is spirit. 
The Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. There is liberty. We are created to be free, to decide, to choose freedoms. Our Father's heart is what we, what we would use our freedom to choose His ways in His heart. That's our Father's heart. He, he, he would like for us to choose freedom for His ways, His heart in the ways we love and relate to those around us, including ourselves. See, God loves us unconditionally. Oftentimes we find it hard to love others, but we often also find it hard to love ourselves. But, but it's through this freedom, it's through this, this, this recompense, it's through this, this redemption of giving our life to Christ, this surrender that it sets us free to live out a life that, that is the heart of God. He desires for us to be free from all this bondage that this world creates. He hopes we don't use our freedom to trap ourselves in continuous sin. Don't get caught there. Don't don't get caught in this, hey man, when I was a kid, I gave my life to the Lord. You know, I'm I'm smoking good now. I'm I'm rocking. I got this figured out. I'm gonna live my life. I'm gonna have my fun. You know, and in the end I'm good. Men don't buy into that lie. Be careful there. Live your life for the Lord because there's consequences for those other choices. We see them all the time. We might not recognize them as being consequences of our choice, but mostly they are. Don't get caught in the freedom and trap yourselves in continuous sin, in lust, and in behaviors that limit us. Don't let your choices limit you. Choose to be free in Him as He created us to be. Freedom is a great gift, but freedom was not free. It cost Jesus everything. See, we honor those that have paid the ultimate price for us this weekend because it's Memorial Weekend. We, we pay homage. We honor those who, who sacrificed, those who served this country for our freedoms. And, and listen, if you know a veteran, thank them. Honestly, from your heart, thank them for their service. You know, they, they may not feel like they've done anything um, they know guys, they, they, they watch their buddies, their battle buddies who didn't come home. There's struggles with all of those things, but they paid an ultimate price because they're no longer who they were before they went. No matter what level of service that they were in, they made a commitment to give all if necessary. They paid a price for our freedom and they're still doing it today. Our active duty service, our law enforcement, our first responders, all are sacrificing life for our freedoms. Thank those for their service. Amen. It cost Jesus everything coming to earth. He died on a cross, brutal death. He rose from the dead so that we could choose his voice, his ways, and his heart in all matters and all relationships. I pray that we all appreciate this fantastic gift given to Adam and that we live freely, totally restored in Jesus Christ. That is where our true freedom will be found, in a life with Christ, pleasing to the Father. We are the most free people on the planet if we so choose to value and protect the freedom Christ alone has given us. We're only free 
if we learn to value the freedom Christ gave us. He gave us our freedom of choice so that we would choose to follow him. It's really how he created us. There's consequences to our choices. I choose to follow Christ. I choose to live to the best of my ability for him according to his word. Do I fail? Absolutely. My human nature is at war with my spiritual nature on a continual basis. Ron and I were just talking about that. <laughs> Probably going to have to be a sermon out of our conversation this morning because we were talking about just that. The fact that our society, we've misused this freedom. We've misinterpreted it. We've misunderstood it. And we misuse it on a daily basis. God gave us freedom so that we would be free from the garbage of this world. That we could live through him, in him, and with him, and eventually for eternity with him. We have to be in this garbage for the moment, but we don't have to choose to follow it. We're in it, we're not of it. We, we can be set apart, we are set apart when we accept Christ. Choose freedom today. You are free, but you're free to choose those consequences of life. Amen? You are free. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for following our ministry. Thank you for, for listening to these messages. Share them with anyone that you know would be interested in listening to them. Our listener base is growing. It's, it's, it's awesome to see what God is doing on this platform that he's given us. Again, I, I, I do everything I can to be on the mic every day, something fresh from the Lord. Um, hopefully we're not boring <laughs> anybody, but um, you never know what's going to come out of my mouth. So it's always a good thing to tune in because it may be something crazy. You never know. Know that God loves you. We love you. We're praying for you. If you choose to support us financially, all of our giving links are on our website, www.livingloudoutdoors.com. That's living without the G, L-I-V-I-N, outdoors.com. Um, you can support us right off our Facebook page. There's all the giving links are on there as well. If you can financially support us, we'd certainly appreciate it. Your support, partnering with us, is changing lives, pure and simple. Uh, you are a part of what we're doing. Uh, pray for us. Continue to walk with us. Continue on this journey with us. We love you. God loves you. God bless you. We'll talk to you again real soon.